Welcome to Strange Phenomena, the music of Kate Bush. I am Cecily, and this week we're starting another part of another season. We're starting the B-Sides and Collaborations portion of the Central World season. And we're going to talk about a song that was both a B-Side and a bonus track. If you bought the CD or the cassette version of the Central World, you've got this lovely little track tacked on at the end. So this week, we are going to go walk straight down the middle. everybody to another episode of my show strange phenomena the music of kate bush we're starting the b-sides and collaborations portion of the central world season got a lot of really cool little songs to talk about and this week is no exception so a little story about this song before we get into the discussion of the song with our super fan. We're going to be talking this week with Diego Ortega, who has been on the show before. And um, before we start doing their, the discussion that I had with him, which was back in October of 2020, I knew that I had done this back in the late part of the year, but I didn't remember when. <laughs> And I'm going like scrolling through trying to remember, oh, wow, this was way back in October. And this is coming out in June. So goes to show you like, sometimes I, I record stuff way ahead of time. So I try to record stuff ahead of time way ahead of time. But sometimes things don't quite work out. And so I'm kind of, you know, working like working a little bit. Anyway, so before we get into the discussion, I just wanted to say a little quick thing about this song that I don't think was mentioned in the discussion that I had with Diego. So this week we're talking about Walk Straight Down the Middle, which is was first released as a B-side. It was first released as a B-side for The Sensual World, the single. And then it was put out as a cassette and CD a bonus track if you bought the central world on those formats and so for me I have an interesting little story about this song so when I first started getting into Kate's music in the mid-2000s that was when you had a little place called Tower Records it was still around now I think they're just an online store they don't have any physical locations anymore so I got the central world album and this was on the bonus track so for me this album always ends on this song and so it and it's interesting because like this song is we'll get into the discussion this song is one of my favorites from this era it's so different from everything else that Kate did and did and also as we'll get to talk about in this song that it was also recorded very quickly and it's also it's very sparse and 
as much as I love all of her big productions, I mean, come on, The Dreaming is one of my favorite albums ever from her and of all time, just in general. But this song is very skeletal. And it's, a, I know it was recorded very quickly. It's what we'll get to talk about in the song. And there's just, it's something kind of like sneaky and really intriguing and kind of ghostly and spooky about this. And it's probably because there's not a whole lot of production going on. Obviously, there's her voice, there's some keyboards, there's some drums. And that this ends on, the Central World album for me ends on this song. And it's so different. It's so different from this, the music that made it on the, the album proper. And it kind of has that B-side sort of sound to it where it doesn't quite fit into the album proper, but it's still a good song. So just it, for me, the central world always ends on this song, but it was first released as a B-side. So that's that's why I'm talking about this song first for the B-sides portion of the season. Also, later on in the episode, I have done my own version of this song. Um, I don't, as you might have noticed, I haven't really played a lot of Kate Bush covers on the show. I did that a lot in the first season when I was talking about the kick inside because there are a lot of different covers of many of the songs from the kick inside, but I haven't done that a lot in recent episodes. Like I might mention that, oh yeah, so-and-so covered this song and took it to whatever position, like especially for the Hounds of Love title track, you know, then when the Future Heads released their version and that became a big hit in the UK. And a couple of months ago, it was right around the time that I recorded this uh, discussion with Diego in October that I thought, you know what, why don't I just like kind of play around with this like girl and piano style a little bit. And so later on in the episode, I am going to be putting in my own version of Walk Straight Down the Middle. It's a really cool song to, to kind of play around with. And so I'm going to put that in in a later part of the episode. So now let's get into the discussion. So as I mentioned, back in October of 2020, I spoke with Diego Ortega, so he's another young fan, and he's been on the show many times. And he had told me that he wanted to talk about Walk Straight Down the Middle, and so I said, okay, sure, let's go walk walk straight down the middle (laughs) together here. So here is our discussion. Let's take it away. And with me to talk about the song and speak is someone who's been on the show before. He's also going to be on to talk about rocket man and we heard him in rocket's tale and between a man and a woman we are talking with a person who has that cd um <laughs> bought a junior year of high school has this song on it um no i i'm diego um yeah no hi i'm diego i've been on many episodes yes and so this week we're, we're going to be talking about uh, Walk Straight Down the Middle, which is a little bit of an oddity, I suppose, with Kate's music. Although most of her stuff is kind of odd, but there are a few reasons that I find this to be a really cool little oddity. And I'm curious, like, what your story is with this. Like, why is this one of your favorite Kate Bush songs? Because I have my thoughts. Yeah. So, with The Sensual World, um, I mean, this is an album I absolutely love. Um I've, I've loved it since I, I heard it in its uh, just for the first time. Um, 
couple years ago in high school. Um, there are some songs on this album that I don't absolutely love, but I kind of just don't hit as heavy as the others or scare me, like um, Deeper Understanding. There are songs like this song. I'll just, I'll just list them. Walk Straight Down the Middle, Heads Were Dancing, Love and Anger, Central World, that are just, like, they revolve around odd ways of composing and lyricism, especially this song, especially Heads Were Dancing, even uh, Between a Man and a Woman, which is the song, I do, I do like that song a uh, um, good amount. This song in particular, along with the two other ones I just mentioned, have a surreal sound that pulses throughout the um, song, the way mm-hmm. it starts, and the way how um, there are some songs that feel like the, the music could go on on a loop and it could create an environment. Um, that's how I felt about the music for somebody that I used to know, how it's so lush and it's just, it's always moving and it feels like if you put it on a loop, it feels like you could just sink into um, another world. That's how I feel about um, Walk Straight Through the Middle. Um, it feels a little Twilight Zone-ish to me, and that's why I love it. I think that's because the Walk Straight Down the Middle is on, it's a, one of her sparsest songs that's not just her and a piano. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that's it's, I think that's why it that's is why. like it it has it kind of feels a little bit cold because there's just there's you get the drums uh, Charlie Morgan and then the bass Everhard Weber, and then you get like there's some synth overdubs like a da 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 like there's a thing playing when she's help me now, uh, and then there's obviously her singing her own background vocals and stuff there, so it's that that's the reason. It's yeah, it's a very sparse. It feels kind of cold. I mean, there's not a lot to it, so it feels yeah, I get the same kind of impression too that it it feels kind of cold and chilly almost. Mhm. Very sparse. Um and it's it feels surreal because it's not doing such with a piano. It's with it's with a weird synth. Mm-hmm. Um and and drums and guitar. Um, and that's, that's one of the reasons why this song really just sticks to me. That, the lyrics, and, um, the vocal performance. Mm-hmm. As we'll talk about, this song is so cool vocally, um, and, and how it just interplays with the lyrics. It's just, um, I think a running current, I mean... Kate Bush is a great singer, and I think this album really um, highlights it because there's a lot of fluctuation in how she sings, almost like how people noted she she was like a vocal gymnast in her early albums. It's not like that in the sounds, but how she kind of plays with ideas of sensuality and longing and as if she's feeling the sensations she's trying to convey throughout the album. I mean, this is just one of the um, standout songs in my eyes for this album. It does feel a little bit weird that that on the CD versions that you go, that it ends with this woman's work and then it goes into this one. And it almost, to me, feels a little bit jarring because it feels like the album should just end with this woman's work. 
and so this one is just feels it feels a little tacked on at the end but now because there's nothing really else on the album that sounds like this really no if any kind of between a man and a woman but not really Mm. Uh, but what about um heads heads we're dancing because it has the synth um approach it that song is definitely lyrically supposed to read like a episode of the Twilight Zone. It's supposed to be ner- unnerving. Yeah, and this one is but too, I, I especially guess with the like the, the the way the bass kind of moves. It feels like kind of yeah. like slithery almost. I guess there's more going on in Heads We're Dancing mm-hmm. uh, musically. Dun 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 dun. Um, uh, um, yeah, that one has more, a little more to it. It's kind of got like more. There's more going on with the drums, and there's more yeah. layers of guitars and everything. And this one is, it it feels almost like, it almost feels like her her take on like synthwave or something like that, or it's yeah, it's not there. There's not a lot to it, and yet it it's got this interesting kind of atmosphere to it um yeah that's why and i think i was either going to bring it up for this episode or um probably brought up in a different episode sonically it reminds me of the detached cool but unnerving um sounds of an album like boys and girls by brian ferry this is something that i've thought about for a bit um a couple times in the past I've, I've thought about what if this song ended the album and this woman's work was a B-side. Would that would that create a better sense of flow for the album? I'm not sure because there's nothing I'm else not that to... really sounds like "Walk Straight Down the Middle" that's already on there. My 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 just thinking was that this woman's work is an epic song. It is amazing. And it wasn't made attention. If I'm correct, it wasn't intentionally made for the album. No, it wasn't. It was made ar- around the uh, um, composition of the album for she's having a baby. A reason why I think John Hughes was very important to the progression of alternative music. There are songs that we we all love that wouldn't exist, or the versions we know wouldn't exist if it was, if they weren't commissioned for a John Hughes film. What I find interesting about this song is that um, it was uh, that it was based on an old backing track, so just something Whoa. that she kind of had lying around, originally intended as a B-side, and then Kate quickly wrote the lyrics and recorded the synth overdubs and vocals in a single day, using the next day for final overdubs and mixing. It was the last track to be finished for the album, created in just twenty-four hours uh she actually she says this here, she created the song in a day uh, she says here, this is a love oh, trust God. in hitler <laughs> tracks uk november 1989 quote it's a bit less worked on than the other tracks it's about trying not to get caught up in extremes my mother was down the garden when the funny bits of the end were being played <laughs> she rushed in and said she'd heard some peacocks in the garden how sweet i can't take the song seriously <laughs> And I think I know which part she's talking about. Ooh, ah! Ooh, ah! 
Yeah. The parts I at the end where it's like part. that bra bra sounds like she's doing vocal warm ups. Honestly, like I hear that, I go, oh, okay, yeah. you're warming up your voice. Oh, that's so. Um, I referenced that earlier. That's a major reason of why this song is stuck. Um, because I, I read that because there's obviously they, they're supposed to sound like bird noises, but I really feel like it's this, this weird notion of just anxiety and like mm-hmm. action that kind of, um, highlights the ideas of duality throughout the song and how the, the ideas of tension and interpersonal strife, it really feels like it's kind of mimicking arguing or a fight or, or something like that. Because I've, I've read the song, and I don't know what the song means. Yet. I have a few ideas. I, I have a few ideas. I feel like it's one of the great caper songs that the meaning really it has to be deciphered by the listener. And I think that's a that's a recurring thing throughout this album. Not 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 all songs, but we've talked about this with like um, love and anger, how the lyrics aren't really um, straight. Well, I mean they're never straightforward, which is so great. But what um, I'm really interested. What are your um, ideas? So yeah, the way I see these lyrics and uh, what it means to me is it's about. I feel like it's about trying to keep yourself together. There's definitely anxiety in there. You know, that I can't move my arms, can't move my legs, can't say no, can't say yes. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like it's about someone who's who's kind of, they're, they're, maybe they're stuck all the time. And they, they're, they're trying to kind of get out of whatever their anxiety is or their fear that's holding them back so that they can just, like, get through and just walk straight down the middle, just, like, plow down the middle, just get through what you need to get through. And then when you have the, the verses about he thought he was going to die, but he didn't, she thought she couldn't cope, but she did. And we thought it would be so hard, but it wasn't, but it wasn't, it wasn't easy though. She's like illustrating these, okay, look, looking at these people who, who were going through tough situations, but they they got through it. So it's just her, like trying. It's 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 this. Well, I'm not gonna say her because it's. You know, we don't know if it's. Yeah. This is probably not Kate herself, or it could be. Who knows? That it's it's someone just trying to get away from their paralyzing anxiety and fears to just keep going. And I feel okay. like the and I feel like the things at the end. You know, is supposed to be like somebody crying for help. Oh my God. That's a, that's a, oh, that, I love, I love your idea. That it's like somebody kind of going like, they're, they're standing there, they're in the, they're in these extremes and they're, they can't move anywhere and they're just like, maybe standing, somebody standing there just waving their hands and they're just making any sound that they possibly can so they can just get somebody's attention like, hey, come on over here, bro! 
Yeah. Run! <laughs> That reminds me of the reasoning behind the scream pieces and um, some 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 songs of Yoko Ono. If you're you're if you're drowning, you don't yell. You you'll probably you're probably not going to be yelling "Help me!" or "I'm drowning." You're probably going to be gasping, scream, just these primal um, just mm-hmm. noises. Just that's what um, they're supposed to just imitate these um, great moments of distress and um danger and i mm-hmm. um that's why I, I love the use of, of screaming like like that that's not what really i thought about this song but i really see that and um oh that reason was amazing mine's a little different so what's yours i've always kind of saw it as similar to between a man and a woman of a couple going through a really trying time of distress and turmoil. He thought he was going to die, but he didn't. She thought she'd never cope, but she did. Um, It wasn't easy, though. That really felt like like a relationship falling apart or something going on. And I really, the screaming at the, 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 the noises at the end really felt like like duality of tension, like two people just like, facing off but hearing your explanation i really i really see that more songs like this off this album are really hard to pinpoint mm-hmm. and that's why they're so great <laughs> well yeah because it's not it's it's up to it's not super clear what it's about but that means that you can bring your own interpretation to it i can very much relate to that kind of the overall sentiment of the song with anxiety because when you're because I've been paralyzed by fear before I mean in my in my day job I've had that happen and where I do I like I feel like I'm, I'm starting where I'm starting to have a little bit of a panic attack and I really do feel like I can't move I can't move anything like I try to just yeah move I try to even move my eyes and I'm just staring ahead and I hear the person in my ear asking me what the interpretation is, and I'm just sitting there, and I'm just I'm paralyzed by fear. I can't that's, say that's I, the thing. I can't move my arms, can't move my legs, can't say no, can't say yes, and I'm just like that's the thing about anxiety. Mm-hmm. I'll find myself just stuck trying to figure out what just I mean how to walk straight down the middle of it. Your explanation on that and how it connects with the title, that really, that really rang true. So I recently have, uh, you know, had moments like this where I am caught up a lot of my anxiety and I just feel paralyzed by my fear and I'm trying to get through it that yeah, where I can very much relate to this song. And that's not something that I can say a 
ton about um, some of Kate's songs because they're she doesn't write from a you know oh yes this I in the song is definitely me it's not a she's not a per too much of a personal uh, singer songwriter but in some of her overall themes of some of her songs like this one I can relate to very very much and I mean my anxiety's gotten better in recent years but yeah. I mean that's the reason it's gotten better in recent years is because I take medication for it now and I didn't before and now I don't feel like I am like going through all of these extremes that I am able to walk straight down the middle more than I ever used to even though sometimes I do go like way over the left or way over to the right but also I think it's notable about this song is too is that she's actively calling out for help like she, you know she's saying help me now or I need your can't help myself I need your help like this is somebody who's like recognizes that they, they can't do it all on their own that they need somebody else to step in and get them on the right track come help myself I need your There's, I think there's a lot of um, notions of ask, uh, of, of interpersonal connection and asking for help and bonding throughout this album. Most on the nose is reaching out. That, that song kind of starts with the idea of reaching out for help of, in terms of experiencing the world. So the, the song is interesting because other than the lyrics and the song itself, it was a B-side. There's no um, video for it. There's no... I, I'm not sure there is. Um, no, there isn't. I've looked. No. <laughs> There's no performances of it, of course. There's probably... It's not a song that would chart, would it? No. No. Because there's no real obvious hook to it, so I don't feel like they're, it would rock it to the top of the charts. Um, know, very sadly, yes. I agree. It's just a neat little oddity, like because there's not, it. You can tell that it hasn't, it that it's not as produced as some of the other songs from the Central World era. It's got an an interesting little, like sparseness to it because it hasn't been worked on as much. But like, girl, you came up with this in 24 hours. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, that's like when people say. Dolly Parton wrote um, Jolene and I'll Always Love You in the same night. Mm -hmm. um, I heard that. Oh. <laughs> oh my god. It always it's just, it just like, how? What? What am mm -hmm. I doing wrong? <laughs> what do you do? I know. Well, do, do I need to reorganize my room? Do I? <laughs> <laughs> so do you have any favorite um, what are some of your favorite like lyrical or musical moments in this uh, little little nugget of a song um i feel like we kind of went um through it i think the most notable line of he thought he was gonna die but he didn't she thought she would never cope but she did i think that part of the song is kind of the the lyrical anchor of everything She 
end of the song where she says, um, walk straight down the middle, but she, it, it turns into a whisper, just like, walk straight, or walk straight down the middle of it. Ooh, um, oh, it's being what whispered gets- there. Yeah. I've always wondered that too. It sounds it sounds like it sounds like something like um just get up or something like that. Like just get up. Walk straight down the Oh yeah. That too. um I I was just talking about how she um how she whispers walk straight through the, or walk straight down the middle of it. But I think she does say get up. Just get up. Mhm. I it's hard to tell because it's very whispered and and everything and mixed like kind of far away but sounds it sounds like like just get it up walk straight down oh i do find interesting i forgot to mention this that um her vocal delivery on this song is much more per much more nasal than yeah yeah like i mean zoe who's been on the show before when we've talked outside of the show zoe had trouble figuring out what the first couple lines were because it sounded like I like come on my arms come on my legs because <laughs> it is it's very hard to tell what she's saying like her she is like it's very the nasality is very pronounced and I'm, I always kind of wonder why she chose what? it to sing that way yeah it's more nasally than any other Kate Bush song. Mm-hmm. I mean, she gets a little Especially, bit of nasal on in in this era. I notice some more of a little bit more of her nasality, but in this song, it's like it's very especially, it's like up here. Oh yeah. Especially in the beginning, mm-hmm. because realizing it, I thought I thought she was saying, "Come on, my arms, come on, my legs," like Zoe did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, I, like, as if she's saying it to her, her own body. Like, come on, like, why, why are you pair like stuck? I don't even know what she, I could. It was just ah, come on, my legs. I just remember her that's something what, that like because she, because she really stretches. She it's nasally, and she stretches the beginning of the sentence out. So what you really hear is the emphasis on arms and legs. The line after, I forgot what the line is, but um, the last line before it really goes into the um, part of the song um, where, um, dun, 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 or I, it, I don't know if it's Don't Hold Back or something like that. Um, I don't myself, know that I need, lyric. I can't help myself, I need your help. Yeah, that might be it, yeah. The way she says that, that's really cool. Can't help myself. I need your help. Yeah, and that one, like, she gets a little bit, little bit less nasal. But yeah, it just, it's, it's really interesting, like her vocal choices on this, on this song. Do you like when her voice is nasal? <laughs> it's not a stylistic choice that I completely go for, but. It's still her voice, and I like pretty much anything she does with it. So. 
<laughs> so I don't I don't mind it because it doesn't last as the last as long and she does other things with it within like the same line so it it's just it's striking to me like yeah this is because it also like there's not a lot of instrumentation behind Kate in this song and so what she's doing with her voice it's much more audible than if there were other instruments behind her like there there are parts of heads were dancing where she's very nasal but there's so many other things behind her that i don't really notice it as much well i think that uh i think that about covers it for walk straight down the middle i think we walk straight down the middle and all sides and everything (laughs) yeah it's such a i i I expected i didn't expect for the conversation that's going to be so short until i realized how strange the song is it is oh my goodness everything about the lyrics are cryptic the composition it's just but i think that's why i love it it is it's it's ambiguous enough that you can bring your own experiences to it you know exactly and it's so jarring that it just latches on to to yourself even though it's hard to decipher the meaning, I feel like it just really is something that resonates with a lot of um, people. Well, thank you so much for being on the show to talk about this little oddity today, and we'll we'll have you back on for talking about Rocket Man and a few. I think we have a few other songs uh, later on too. Yeah, so, into the red shoes that we'll be talking with you for. Yay! Yeah, yeah. and on that note there (laughs) we're going to close out the main part of the show with a cover version of walk straight down the middle at the top of the episode i mentioned that, that i was going to be putting in a version of this week's song and the version done of this week's song is done by gorse truly me cecily a couple of years ago, I found the sheet music book for the Sensual World album online. It's a little difficult to find for sure, but I managed to find it. And in the sheet music book, they show her vocal line and what she's singing, and then the chords above it. I've mentioned a couple of times during this season that I have this book, and that's how I'm able to like really nerd about the music and the songs and everything. And they included the sheet music for Walk Straight Down the Middle, which was good because... I didn't want to have to learn it by ear. So just for fun, honestly, it was just something I did for fun one day. I thought, well, I really like the song. I wonder what it would sound like, just like girl and piano style. And this is what I came up with. So here's my version of Walk Straight Down the Middle to close out our show today. Thank you so much for listening. And here we go. Can't move my arms, can't move my legs Can't say no, I can't say yes Can't help myself, I need your help Oh, what do we do now, we just can't move Calling out for Middle Street Oh, what do we do now? We just can't move 
hang on to every line Walk straight down the middle of it He thought he was gonna die But he didn't And she thought she just couldn't cope But she did And we thought it would be so hard But it wasn't wasn't easy though I can't say yes I can't say no I can't begin I can't let go Oh help me now Calling out for Middle Street Oh, what do we do now? We just can't move We hang on to every line Walk straight down the middle of it Well, he thought he was gonna die But he didn't And she thought she Started yet. Oh, oh, oh. Walk straight down the middle of it. Walk straight down the middle of it. Walk straight down the middle of it Walk straight down the middle of it for listening to this week's episode of Strange Phenomena, the music of Kate Bush. Well, we've got one B-side down. We've got quite a few more to go in this season. Lots of awesome things coming up. But first things first, if you have made it this far, you must love me. You must really, really love me. That probably means you're going to leave me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, I hope. <clears throat> hint, hint, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, big hint. Because every time you leave a review, that helps more people find the show, other Kate fans, other music fans. You can also find me on Twitter at StrangeKateCast. You can find me on Facebook, facebook.com slash Podcast. 
And you can email me, katebushpodcast at gmail.com. KBcast at linkmedia.com no longer works, so make sure it's katebushpodcast at gmail.com. I also have a hotline, so you can call the following number and leave a message, and your message could be played on a future episode. 1-757-349-6369. Make sure you put in the one there because that's the country code for the United States. So again, that's 1-757-349-6369. Phew. All right. All of those different places where you can find me, lots of different ways you can be a part of the show and, uh, and all that. So speaking of the show, next week we're going to be talking about a song that was released on the single for this woman's work and also Aspects of the Central World, which was a special American EP. We're going to be talking about I'm Still Waiting. So we'll see everybody then. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.